0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds. Grab your mouse and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session.
0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. How's it going, man?
2: It's going great as always, man. You always ask me the same question when we start. we got to come up with a new question. How's like, it going? Uh, like, it's kind yes. of a
0: regular general question.
2: I know, <laughs> but it, I, I keep trying to come up with something different than, oh, it's going good, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it's the question that needs to change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'm sorry, people. We're just strange. But anyway. Uh yes. So now I'm afraid to ask anything, because I'm going to ask the same thing again, I'm sure. Anyway, well, I'm going to ask.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm going to ask. Did you get any cool stuff that we can talk about this week?
0: Did I get any cool stuff? Oh, I've from, ordered a- From,
2: like, Facebook or from anywhere?
0: I ordered a brand-new computer.
2: That's good. We can talk about that. Does it play wow. a <laughs> while? No.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure this kick its butt, but anyway, don't, it's okay. <laughs> I won't be playing I mean,
2: it. I've been trying to talk Boston to play in a while, he just flat just denies that he's never going to play it because it would suck up his entire life, and he's probably <laughs> right.
0: Suck it up. Spit me out. There's no doubt about it. But uh, in terms of questions and stuff, no new questions on Facebook. Come on, people. Come on. You've got to have some questions. <laughs> but I do have one from um, the Stepforth website, which uh, I thought was, uh, it was intriguing. It was a good foreign... Um, SEO question on how to uh, balance content across different uh, foreign uh, t- top level domains. And uh, here, let's just uh, go to the page here. A question came from, um, I'm going to try and say this, Nagaraju.
2: <laughs> that was very good. And that would have been Thanks. better than I could do.
0: Cool. <laughs> Woohoo. All right. Um, it says here if we create the da- domains like www or triple dot x y z india dot us, then triple w dot com dot au. I can't read all this. Um,
2: <laughs> and then a dot com version and then a dot us yeah, version. Uh, yeah. a, a bunch of different versions of the same site, basically.
0: Yeah. So the, the core question here is: if we don't geo-target the main domain to any country, so the dot com, will the um, dot us and dot au be duplicate content.
2: Yeah. That's an interesting so, question.
0: it is. I mean I would I would say that you have to geotarget the like the dot com. You have to geotarget all of them to avoid any kind of duplicate content issue. That's
2: yeah definitely say. if they're all written in the same language you definitely need to geo- geotarget them. But the interesting thing to me is the dot us and the dot com, especially if you're a US company. Now his example is XYZ India, so he might not be a U.S. company. Um, in that case, it would be the the Indian TLD versus .com, you know, depending on where he's hosted. Because because mm-hmm. it, because it, to me, if you're hosted and, and your primary market and your everything is in the U.S., that's the default for the .com. If your market, yeah. so the .us to me would definitely be even if they were geo-targeted. I think they would be um, duplicate.
0: You know what I, I would probably do is make uh, and I've seen this done on big corporate sites. I mean, that's not my favorite thing to do, but you know, if you're big and big and big, it's one way to go is um, have the .com kind of the landing page for the various countries.
2: Yeah, I've seen that as well. I'm not but but hmm. if you're going to so, have a, a US,
0: I have to do something like that, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah I get if you've got tons of different country codes, it's definitely the right way to go is to have different domains for each of them without a doubt, so you'd have one per country. Um, I would personally probably save the .com as a U.S.-based person and company. I would save the .com and use that to target my uh, my U.S. market and redirect the .us, 301 and redirect it. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I personally wouldn't use .us. I would side on a .com. The, the The thing is, I know that a lot of, uh, from speaking with Clients in other countries that they consider the .com the international one. I mean, I realize it's sort of standard to be considered U.S., but it really is the original domain, right? So, yeah, original TLD. So people think of it internationally,
2: and, and it, it also depends on what markets you're targeting. So, if you're using you know .com .au and you're targeting people searching in Australia, then you do want .com.au because those domains are going to get preference in the Australian versions of the engines. You know, same thing with .ca, right, Ross? Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it really depends on the market you're targeting, too. And if you're tar- if you buying all these different domains across all these different countries, as long as you're targeting the markets in those countries, you're not going to have any issues at all with duplicate content or any of that kind of stuff. Um mm-hmm. But if you're trying to point all those at the same market, then you're going to have some problems.
0: Yeah, I, I really I love the idea of having um, the separate uh, TLDs for the different countries. I mean, there are different things. There's different customs. There's different wordings, different spellings. mean, uh, if you're going to do .co.uk, I mean, for example, if it was a search engine optimization site, you would use optimization with an S inside instead of a Z. Yeah, um, you know, little things. That's just an example of something tiny. But I mean, there's bigger ones as well. Pricing, um, perhaps privacy. Well, definitely privacy. Definitely terms and conditions. They all have different legalities. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of benefits, especially for a large corporation. So, uh, oh, yeah. And-, and, and for everyone who who's curious, we are talking SEO 101 here. Um, How you do this essentially is, yes, you can buy those different TLDs. You have to generally be in that location. You have to have someone located in that country to get, uh, let's say, a .co.uk. I know that's the case for .ca anyway. Um, And now what you would do is um, Google automatically um, attributes any content on that page to that country by default. But Mm -hmm. you can also go... You can also register it within Google Webmaster Tools and double up by going into there and setting your region targeting to that country. So there's absolutely no question whatsoever that 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 TLD, that site, is only meant for this country that particular country
2: yeah, and you um, can do the same thing if you have a com and you're not based wherever you're based that's you know I, don't, I think the default is basically where your servers are if I'm not if I'm correct but let's say you you had a com and you're based in Canada and you had a dot CA um, as well um, but you're redirecting that and you wanted the .com to be your primary, you can go in and set that in Webmaster Tools and target it for Canada as well. So it would give it a, it's not, I don't think it would perform as well as the .ca, but it's going to definitely perform better than if it was targeted you know, with the default or targeted to a different country.
0: Yeah, so um, that's how you would do it. So It's Google Webmaster Tools where you can attribute that. Um, the other part of this question, I think we fixed, finished that up, I think, but um, mm-hmm. the other part of the question was, Really interesting, and that was um, essentially, will it be sufficient if we use one blog for all the domains to write articles as per SEO, or do we need to create a blog for each domain? Um, My initial thought was each domain, but then again, (laughs) it's intriguing. I don't think I've run into that issue before.
2: Well, it depends again on who you're targeting, who's your market? And, you know, and if your market is um, Australia, you want your blog that's speaking to your Australian audience on your Australian domain.
0: Yeah, of course, what I was assuming is it's all the same content on each on each site. Um, So uh, if you're going to have a blog, I would suggest, yes, I would suggest tweaking it or writing content for your. For your, um, audience. So if it's like you said, if it's Australia, go for Australia. Um, so I wouldn't, I guess the core answer here for me anyway is, um, I wouldn't have a single article you post across all, all the different places because it's not really targeting uh, that audience.
2: And, and something to think about, too, I think, is that remember what duplicate content is. It's a filter. And it's not just one thing that filters. There's a lot of pieces that go into the duplicate content filter to determine you know, when something's duplicate, which one has priority, which might be the originating site. There's lots of pieces to this duplicate content filter, and if you have same content on an Australian website and you have the same thing on a Canadian website, same content both in English, but someone searches for the Australian version on or, or, in Australia, um, you know, I, I don't have any data to back this up, but my gut tells me that they're going to get the Australian version over the Canadian version, even if the Canadian version was the, you know, it's going to have a it's going to have a boost. The Australian domain is going to have a boost on the Australian engine, even through duplicate content filtering. So if you do happen to have them, you may run into some issues, but depending on how strong your sites are, if one of your sites is a lot stronger than all the rest of them, then you're probably going to have some problems um, with that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's in- intriguing. Like I said, I haven't run into an issue where that's been the case. If, if I've ever seen another blog, it's all on, on separate sites. They have been completely unique, completely yeah, unique content and everything.
2: That's definitely the best way to go. I agree, Ross. If you can do it that way, um, definitely have unique content for each of those blogs.
0: Now, a uh, uh, tie into this. Uh, I'm curious about, it, and it's been fascinating me a bunch lately. Like, I, I, you deal with this way more than I would, because, like I say, my mine's, my clientele are small, medium-sized business, so they don't use these necessarily. But some of them are thinking about it. And that's CDNs, or content delivery networks. Mm. Um, now, for listeners, that means essentially. Um, Based on where you're searching, say you've only got one website um, as your marketing site. Um, If someone was, and it's, you would have multiple places. It's, uh, it's got uh, essentially a server in different places around the world, and wherever you're searching, um, if you wanted to visit the site, it would be delivered from the server closest to you that's Mm -hmm. the simplest way to put it anyway what are your thoughts on cdns have you used a lot of them
2: john i I have not actually i haven't had the opportunity to do much work with cdns um so i don't really i mean i i can't give you any first-hand experience on how well they work and and what kind of issues you might have with them but as as long as the content itself is you know i'm not going to say unique but if it's relative and it's you know, based on where it's being served from, if it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I I don't know. I I have to really say I want to try it before I make too many comments about it.
0: Well, from what I understand, I mean, I wasn't asking about duplicates or anything like that. I'm certain that the the systems are set up, so that's not an issue. But Mm -hmm. I'm more just, I'm just curious about how they're set up and how effective they'd be in that kind of stuff. But like you say, I haven't had any firsthand experience, so... Um, I, I know there's a lot of solutions that are coming out there, especially since Google, um, I mean, they're, they're just jumping on the bandwagon and all these CDNs since Google jumped um, and put out that page speed issue.
2: Um, oh, yeah.
0: Everyone's like, oh, we've got to worry about page speed now. Well, not much, obviously, but there is a future where it could be more important. So CDN seem like a good idea, never mind the fact that there's data out there that says if you increase the speed or download speed of your site by even a, a second or two, you increase potential for sales fairly significantly. Right. Um, that's intriguing. I mean, I would love to test with that with some of my clients before even doing some of the other advanced stuff uh, on their sites. It's intriguing
2: yeah we we should do a show about the page speed stuff i mean it's not it, it's not as critical as it's going to be i think in the future i mean it definitely has an impact right now but there's so many pieces of it that, that are hard to understand or just unique that people are like why does this make a difference it'd be interesting to do a show on that i think
0: yeah i, I think so too it's it- I'm not sure how much we could do an entire show on, but it's it's definitely interesting. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll uh, we've got a few things we wanted to bring up, just based on news and some other idle thoughts we had.
1: <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
3: If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven.
0: in cash prizes and all-year-long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration and soon. So put
3: your system to the test today. Hey, Joel calm here, and I want you to hear something. That's my kaching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that kaching sound all the time? In my new book, Kaching: How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's k-a-c-h-i-n-g book.com.
1: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Karka, director of organic search for MediaWiz and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. For the break, we were discussing uh, some few, a few questions around CDNs and also foreign uh, domains and how to make those, uh, well, how, how to be certain you're not going to have any issues with duplicate content. Um, and I think we answered those questions appropriately. Now, you had a, a thought to start with here, John. Do you want to take one of the ideas? We've got them coming all over the place, peppered all over our <laughs> notes.
2: <laughs> I know. So one of the big things I've been talking with people about this week, especially on here, is the, the whole hubble blue, hubble blue is that the right word? Yeah, hubble blue. <laughs> about <Hullabaloo>. exact. Hubble <laughs> blue. Yeah, whatever that is. Basically, people <laughs> all up in air about exact match domains right now. Um, yeah, I know a month or so ago, Google – Tweaked its algorithm. I think it was a pretty big tweak to really boost brand searches. So the brands are getting a pretty big advantage right now in brand searches. And part of that algorithm had to do with inbound links, of course, and how many inbound links are based on brand. Well, a lot of pe- a lot of rollover from that includes the fact that people with exact match domains got boosts from the same thing because 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 of the tie-in between people linking to their domain with their domain name which is an exact match key phrase so a, a lot of sites that have exact match have been doing outstanding in search within the last month or two and it may be a little longer but there's a lot of talk right now about it being way overpowering and that Google may be doing something to adjust it um, some people say it might be in the next six months they're going to make adjustment on exact match domains I personally think it'll be sooner than that probably three to four months from now but if you're There's people actually building long-term strategies around exact match domains, and I don't think that's a real good idea. (laughs) It's it's good because exact match domains are good. No, don't get me wrong there. They they are good, but the boost you're seeing now is not going to carry forward for that much longer, I don't think.
0: Yeah, the the recent one I saw was RAND. um, Fishkin putting that out there saying that there's way too much power for them and how long it will last. And
2: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. He, you know, I was going to say, he's the one who's got a friend that says it's going to be six months. I think that's giving it way too much time.
0: Well, it might be six months until they fully roll it out, but they'll be testing it, I would expect. I mean, if if they can see that this is too much, if unless Google sticks with it, I don't see how they would, but if they feel that, yeah, that the, there is too much weight on them, then... The tweaks will come out slowly. They're they're pretty pretty careful these days.
2: Yeah, but I think this is a big enough uh, issue with non branded exact match domains. They can fix it pretty quick. If anything, they'll let it roll for a while just so they can kind of collect some data on how people are um, utilizing the the. Uh, I don't want to call it a bug, but whatever you want to call it, the uh, the change in the algorithm, how people are leveraging it. They might collect some data around it, but I think they'll try to fix it as soon as they can.
0: It's definitely a chink in their armor. It's no doubt yeah. about it. I, I, yeah. I mean, in, in a lot of a lot of respects, it makes sense, too. So they might have to just add a variable to it so that um, certain freshness of domain, maybe freshness of domain makes a big Im- impact.
2: Right. Uh, Yes, but, uh, but is there, there's a difference Sorry. between exact match domains that are brands and exact match domains that are just like long tail key phrases and they should be able to f- separate the brands from the key phrases do you know what i mean and once they're able to do that and, and it shouldn't take them too long to figure that out then they can leave the boost in place for actual brand searches and r- diminish it for non-brand related exact match domains is what they, that's yeah. my guess what they'll do but the,
0: uh, really a fast route i mean i don't see a really a problem with it, um, at least if they wanted to apply something quickly, it would be as simple as saying um, relatively new domains get even more of a hit, or at least when it comes to exact match.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've actually sense. I've actually seen domains that were exact match key phrases that were also the brand name that had a ban on them. They were banned from Google and came back into the to search based on on this change for brand related so it's 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 very interesting. It's a very significant change in the way they're looking at searches when it comes to brand related and exact match stuff. So they got some tweaking to do. That's for sure.
0: Well, when it comes to uh, our uh, our listeners, uh, you know, I don't think anyone has anything to fear unless you've completely based all your rankings on that, which wouldn't make much sense. Um, right. Uh, you know, the fact is, if you've got a site that's. Got these words in it and the content's based on those words. Well, you're kind of safe. Um, yep. You might feel a, a hit in terms of a few rankings if if you were extraordinarily um, influenced by this change. But uh, I, I, I see that being able to come back pretty quickly, especially if you have a, a decent link building strategy.
2: Right. And, and I guess the reason I wanted to bring it up is because there's talk about exact match domains being so powerful. And then I didn't want someone to go out and start building this long term strategy and going and buying up a whole bunch of exact match long tail phrase domains, you know, planning on, uh, you know, owning their own yacht in three years. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a long term strategy. If you want to take, no. if you want to leverage it right now, if you want to get in and, and throw up some content and try to make some money for the next couple months on it, that's one way to handle it, but don't plan on it for long term.
0: Well, and, and perhaps this is a bit forward, but the fact is, if anyone's just dis- discovering that this is a big issue, that behind the ball, eight ball, uh, <laughs> that match has been around really powerful for many years. Um, I've always found it very powerful anyway. Yes, this has tweaked it a little more, but it's always been a good good tactic.
2: Yeah. But again, it's a limited tactic. I mean, if you're yes. doing exact match domain, you know, to, to me, it's it's much more makes much more sense to to get a bunch of keywords that you can rank for on your site and not rely on just your domain for one term. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and most people would go for their primary goal you know, the, the the dreamy ranking in the domain, the one that they know that would take a while to build and they just want that extra advantage over their competitor. And, right. and I still think that's viable. There's no reason not to do that as long as it doesn't, do, it's not all full of hyphens and looks like crap.
2: <laughs> um, a, I don't worry about hyphens. Hyphens are fine with me.
0: <laughs> I like people to remember my domains. I don't know. I make it easy to them type it in. True. Yeah. Well, another one on sort of on the same topic is a um, uh, an article says, Google Instant Brand Bias Stokes Ad Cost Fears.
2: <gasps> oh, kidding. no. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love this. So it's,
0: okay, I'll read a bit of it here. A global SEO firm <laughs> believes it has discovered a bias towards brands in Google Instant Search suggestions, adding weight to fears that the new feature will drive up advertising costs. Uh, someone down here says, uh, I love this, this is the poorest piece of "quote unquote" research I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the company Not to be named found that Google Instant overwhelm- overwhelmingly suggested brand keywords over non-brand keywords, with 21 out of 26 letters of the alphabet delivering a brand term as first suggestion. Okay, hey, well, first <laughs>
2: of out of many, there's what 10 suggestions in there, and there was one brand in those 10. <laughs> You know, it's Sorry.
0: like the example we use here is if you type in J, first thing that shows up is JetBlue. Well, fine. It's probably a heavily searched phrase. What's the problem? I, uh, maybe I maybe
2: yeah. I bet you if you would looked at all the brands that show up, they're big brands that people are going to be typing in and searching a lot for. Yeah. You know, that makes a lot of sense that they would be in there.
0: Uh, anyway, um, it's going to make brand keywords more expensive, increase impression volumes by 30 to 40%. But you don't pay for impression. You pay for a click. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I, I guess I know that impressions – I guess I'm, I'm not a pay-per-click guy, but from what I remember, uh, impressions do play a role in how much Google's going to charge. But that's not a uh, – I don't know. Uh, it just I, seems like it's all – oh, it's, it's a bunch of link bait, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. your, your click-through rate is, is based off your impressions, and your click-through rate is part of your overall quality score. So they're, they're worried – that because they're not going to get as many click throughs on paid because of the instant search is going to take them to these brands right away. Well, guess what? Hopefully if you got a smart paper click paper click guy, <laughs> you're already bidding on your own brand anyway, so when your brand shows up, your ads there too. So yeah. actually
0: <laughs> so, you've also got that two what is it? two second pause. Um well, you have to be paused that long for that to count as an impression as well. Right when you're doing Google Instant searches, so I don't know. Anyway, it it, it I, it's something worth noting because I thought it was kind of humorous. And there's gonna be a, there's a lot of hype going around about Google Instant and how it's making things change, changing things. And there is some changes, no question. But it's you know people just wanting some good content to scare people with. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we got next year. Uh, oh, we got to take a break. When we take a break and when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of rumors and some fun stuff.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
3: at BruceClay.com Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com ad media delivers an incredible lineup of specialized xml feeds for local social and search plus the advertising arsenal of ppc sem contextual display and more ad media gives your campaign real visibility from emailers to domain redirects ad media tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage Admedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything Admedia can do for you today. Sign up at Admedia.com. Admedia, strong
0: ROI made simple. maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the u.s alone if this were a real pr web release date your website would have so much traffic you'd be tempted to duck and cover if you have an online marketing emergency go to prweboffer.com for 25 percent off pr web the premier online news release and content distribution service
1: LPO, landing page optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO One Hundred and One on Webmaster Radio FM with John Carcut, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Fourth Web Marketing Inc. For the break, we were discussing, uh, well, Google Instant and how the panics are. Raising everywhere and <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of hype. Uh, there's some interesting stuff, but it's not you know, we've already caught it. I think
2: things. I think for two thousand eleven Google Instant is gonna take over page rank updates for the uh the talk of the town, you know what I mean? <laughs> so so every once in a while someone's gonna put out this crazy article about Google Instant and everybody's gonna throw their arms up and scream, Oh my god, the world's crashing and then they'll forget about it next week.
0: Yeah. That's the oldest guy Oh my god.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite. I still personally have, have what I'm calling banner blindness on Google Instant. It's like I don't even see it still.
0: I'm intrigued sometimes. Sometimes I look down. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I'm getting faster at it.
2: Yeah.
0: So you've heard a rumor. I didn't hear this. But go for it. Yes.
2: Interesting rumor came out. And a lot of people are saying it's just that. It's not going to happen. But, uh And it's probably some hype around a certain movie that came out. But apparently, according to the rumor mill, Apple's in talks by Facebook, Um, and this came from one of Steve Jobs' comments. And he's very usually very very closed mouth about acquisitions, but he mentioned recently that they were considering. Um, take, they, they have an opportunity to spend a very sizable chunk of their $51 billion in cash that they have sitting around waiting to spend. Um, and then, at the same, same time period, he was seen having dinner or lunch with Zuckerberg from Facebook. So that's how that, the rumor got started. But it made me think what would happen? How would that impact search? If Apple did buy Facebook, would they have a chance to really compete against Google? I don't think Facebook by itself can right now, but if Jobs and Zuckerberg got together and said, let's kill Google, those two minds might be able to do it. I don't know. What do you think, Ross? Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I I think that you know anyone can do anything with a certain amount of time. It's just that, especially brilliant guys like those, but I think they'd be smarter not to try and go at them head to head but do kind of like what Google's doing to Facebook Google's not going to try and make a Facebook and drag everyone away it's just too friggin' hard but they are going to add social to their search and sort of attract people more you know and, and take them from the side um you know, Google, uh, Facebook adding search just makes sense within its systems. That's coming. It's got to be coming.
3: Right. Um,
0: what depth they're going to go to? Who knows? Um, like you said they, uh, before, that uh, Facebook already has a lot of the metrics that would make search phenomenal. So uh, I don't know. I I, I think it's pretty uh, pretty weak connection seeing Facebook or uh, Jobs and. Um, Zuckerberg together, but you never know.
1: Uh, Yeah,
2: you, you never know. And again, it's just a rumor and most analysts are saying, no, no, this could never happen because of XYZ. But it made me think. It's like, what would happen? You know, and, and if you think about it, Google is going after Facebook with a lot of things they're doing. They're, they're directly targeting Apple with all the new phones and the Android operating system and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's like they've, they've, thrown, they've thrown down the gauntlet. So I, I can see you know, maybe it would be fun, actually. I would love to watch it on the news if Apple and Facebook got together and went after Google.
0: Oh, don't get me wrong. When I saw you mention that, I was like, oh, this would be cool. I mean, anything yeah. that shakes up the environment is just plain fun. It makes things interesting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <But, laughs> Oh, and the best thing would be picturing um, Bill Gates sitting on his couch with a bag of popcorn, just watching the CNN talk about it all day long. <laughs> oh, brother! Gates, would hey. be the, would, he he would think himself the big winner for sure. And how
0: would close. those two personalities can like mesh, Zuckerberg, and Jobs? I don't know. Wow, I don't know. They're both pretty high strung, very. Uh, this one I've seen, and very opinionated. I don't know. They're,
2: they're both kind of a type personalities you think yeah
0: <laughs> it would be a not exactly a match made in heaven
2: and then here's the question who would run it oh which jobs. one of those two you think? <laughs> yeah, think Zucker- uh, see that's the thing that i th- would think would make it not happen because i don't think they'd be able to agree on how it'd be run no
0: no uh, unless they were completely separate and it was just an alliance yeah and that's like, if anything's gonna happen that's what i would say would happen but and that makes sense, but like the um, Facebook,
2: like the Facebook Microsoft alliance that happened just recently.
0: Facebook, which
2: Facebook oh. and, and Bing.
0: Yeah. So, why don't we talk about that quickly? Um, yeah. Okay. From, I've it's been a while since I read about it, um, but essentially, oh, uh, well, we did talk about it last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did
2: somewhat. But now, if you throw that into the Apple buying Facebook, and now Bing's already got this agreement, now we're looking at something that Google will be worried about.
0: Yeah. That's true. I, I thought it was interesting, actually, that on the Safari um, browser, I was—I don't use it much, but I'm using it because it's faster than Firefox right now. It's driving me insane that bloody browser. Anyway, um, I went to try and uh, install a extension, and on the front page of Safari was the, the like premiered was the Bing plugin.
2: What oh, yeah. a Bing! How <laughs> <laughs> does the Bing plugin do? That you search.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I, I was kind of shocked because aren't Apple and Microsoft always kind of at odds?
2: Um, kind of. I mean, but still, plugins are plugins. You know, if they, they paid the money, they're going to get their plugin.
0: <laughs> I guess. But I also assume, um, le, you know, lesser evil than Google these days. So,
2: <laughs> It's such a dynamic environment, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yes. Well, and another thing that's of interest, too, um, I don't know really how well this is going to be received, but Nebraska um, was kind enough to let us know that Matt Cutts had announced that uh, there's a spam report extension that Google's released for Chrome. Um, so you can actively report spam as you surf. Interesting.
2: So these are for Chrome but not Firefox?
0: Uh, well, it's probably just released for Chrome, or maybe it right. was already on Firefox before. I'm not exactly sure.
2: That um, makes sense. Yeah. It, <laughs> hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Adds links to the search result and web history pages to re- report spam quickly. Pre-populates the spam report wherever possible. Selects a spam URL from your Chrome history. What? Oh, select a spam URL. I see, select, so you can do it from your history.
2: You oh, want. so you have to go back to the page. All right.
0: Cycle through your recent Google searches to fill fields of the spam report pages. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's It's interesting.
2: I found an interesting tool today, too, actually. And I don't know – I think I ran across it online, then I went and searched it on my iPhone. But if you go to your iPhone, if you have an iPhone – those of you that don't, just be patient for a second. Um, (laughs) And you search for robust.txt. For pro- and you search for new programs, robots.txt, there's only one that came up and it's um, from a company called Blasphemous. Basically it's a application on your iPhone that lets you set the parameters for your robots.txt. Like you can say okay, I, I want everything blocked or you can say, you can put in the directories you want blocked. You can pick certain robots that you want blocked like Google or MSN or those kind of things. And you can actually set frequencies and all kinds of interesting things. And you hit the create and it'll create your robots.txt on your iphone and let you email it to anybody including yourself or a client or something it's just like instead of running around saying okay i gotta do this like, it's no i don't know if i can't i always have to go look up if i need to create a robots.txt i can create most of it from scratch but i'm never like absolutely sure so i always want to verify that it's going to work right so this would be really cool because i just hit the button email it to myself and i'm done so i thought that was kind of cool it, hmm. it's it's geeky for iphone users if you don't have an iphone i apologize developers out there get on the ball and make one for iphone
0: yeah, there's actually one online that uh, I discovered the other day during my research. Um, it's called uh, – it's it's by McAnoran, uh, Ian McAnoran, and uh, it's really cool. It actually does – you can select, like you said, just like on my iPhone, except anyone can do this. Um, and uh, I, I created a bit.ly for it. It's uh, bit.ly slash robots9. Just type that in, and you'll go right to it. Uh, it's a little long URL for me to, t- to say on the air, but nice. it. Great. It's a really handy um, uh, tool, and it'll output everything. It's also got some of the basic rules and some advances nice. as well on how, what you should and shouldn't do with it.
2: Yeah, but but can you do it at a stoplight? No, oh. I can do it at a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> Probably breaking the law by doing that, but it can be yeah, done. Sure, <laughs> pretty
0: comfortable with you now
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well see now if it's up to Google you will not have to worry about it so did you hear this one and this is not a rumor by the way. Google is in the process of developing a self-driving car. It's been under development for over a year. They've been testing it on the highways of California for like the past six months at least a car that drives itself and it's it's unbelievable they've they've been doing it for 6 months they've been to the highway patrol and all they let them know what was going on there's always been someone sitting there in case they've only had one accident the entire time they've been test driving it somebody rear-ended them and it's apparently google wants to put it out on market i don't think they have a time frame yet but they're seriously developing a self-driving car and you have to ask why the why is google doing this <laughs> why How would they want to build a self-driving car and when you think about it it's actually smart First, they have two main reasons. First, of course, is do no evil. They want to reduce the number of deaths of people on the American highways by five hundred I think it was five hundred thousand a year. So people don't have to drive themselves, they're gonna be safer, the cars are gonna be safer. But the real reason, you know Google always has the ulterior money-making motive, is that for people with long commutes, if they don't have to pay attention to the road, they're gonna spend time online while they're going to work. 45 minute commute, you're gonna be online if you don't have to drive. Because the cars, of course, I'm sure will come with internet access and all that if it's self-driving. So to me, you think about why would Google do something like this, but it's actually kind of smart.
0: Yeah, they're just going to have to figure out some way to keep people from getting uh, car (laughs) sick.
2: True. Uh, It doesn't bother me, so I didn't think of that. But you're right, there's going to be people that can't get online. So what are they going to do, drink? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother.
0: (laughs) You just hear mad getting all mad on this one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was not driving under the influence. The car was driving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: All right. all right. On that note, everyone, I hope you've uh, enjoyed the show today. It's been a bit different. We've uh, covered a few areas instead of just talking, uh, tackling one or two. But uh, yeah, it was kind of fun, at least a nice and yeah. different for us. Um so on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, we'd like to uh, thanks for thank you for coming to us today. And my Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn. John's is at
2: John Carcutt.
0: Great. And uh, I hope you tune in next week. It's our, our shows are 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on webmaster
2: Okay. Hey, and don't forget, we're going to be at uh, AFCON 2010 in Miami down in December, actually December 9th. Um, we're going to be doing SEO 101 Live, so come by and see us if you're around. Thanks for listening, everybody.